Regardless of culture, color, and location, Christian leaders have fleshy tendencies of control, power, hypocrisy, pride, and other issues. Hello, and how are you doing? Today we are looking at leadership in church to be specific. And this conversation was inspired by a friend's WhatsApp status that made me prepare three topics, three separate topics about this, where the first one is finding closure, the topic that we looked at last week, which I thought to myself that it's better if we look at heart as a whole instead of, I mean, finding closure as a whole instead of just looking at finding closure when your heart in charge. Um, then today we are specifically looking at leadership in church and next week, Tuesday, we are going to look at church heart. But for now, leadership, why is there church heart? What's going on? It's, uh, it's something that I know a lot of people have experienced and it's real and I know it has caused a lot of people to leave the church. But we are not going to talk about this. Today, church heart, we are going to look at the leadership in church. Are there leaders in church? And what types of leaders should we expect in church? I'll first read the my response. That the response that I gave her when um, I saw her status, I read part of the reply. People would die without knowing Christ if we waited for closure. People need compassion. We need to validate pain that someone has gone through, even if, in our opinion, their pain is small. Pain is pain. Jesus was compassionate towards the multitude and the other people he healed, but that didn't stop him from teaching the truth. Which now brings the question, who are we as Christians? That's leadership. I believe that everyone who has received Christ is a leader. You don't need a position to hold a position of influence for you to be called a leader. And yeah, um, excited are we christ-like or are we christians by labels if we are christ-like then we will rely on the wisdom of the holy spirit to know how to attend to people's needs what we said last week healing belongs to god any closure we try to find on ourselves will end up hurting us the more God knows the extent of our wounds and the impact that that wound has had on our lives. So he is the only one who can heal perfectly. And it may never end up with closure, but his healing is sure. Today we are looking at who are we as Christians? Are we Christian-like? Are we Christ-like or are we christians by labels you see um i think it comes from the way um i think the way christianity was taught it 
I don't know who taught this, but it was wrong. I, I saw it growing up where we put on clothes on Sunday for Sunday service. And I use putting on clothes metaphorically because the putting on Sunday bests, it's, it's also like a, it's not, the right word is not a sign. It's like a symbol of I'm wearing clean clothes. I'm going to church. I am expected to be quiet, to speak nicely to people, um, to act a certain way because it's Sunday. But do I act this in fear of God? Or do I live like this in fear of God? Or do I put on an act because it's Sunday? You see, most people I know and that I know growing up were the most rude people I know during the weekdays. They, they insulted one another. But then on Sunday, they're speaking in tongues. And it's... I couldn't understand it and I and I don't know whether I've said it here. For the longest time I thought that God existed only on my I mean only on Sunday, only to realize alas God exists every single day of the week, every minute, every second of my being, God is here. And it was crazy to discuss that, which reminds me something, it's a tangent a little bit of Jonathan Mike Reynolds uh, podcast where he used to do Monday casuals. He, I, I think he has also in s- some few songs, he has talked about God um, living like, like God's love does not end on Sunday. It's continuous during the day. And I think, I think we share the same sentiments when it, when it comes to this, that God exists every other single day of the week. And I think, in my opinion, that most people are hurt in church because even the people who are leading put on um, righteousness, self-righteousness. It's not from a point of knowing God, but it's a, from a point of trying to please God on their own, which is totally, it's, it's impossible to please God on our own. Uh, if it were possible, Jesus had no reason of coming here on earth. If we were able to do it on our own, then we could have been able to follow the Ten Commandments. And even if today you try to follow the Ten Commandments, the day will not end without you breaking at least five of them in a day. Because we are that incapable of pleasing God with uh, on our own. And I think that some of the leaders, there is a possibility. It, this is purely my theory. There is a possibility that some of the leaders in church haven't read the Bible. And if they've read the Bible, they go to the Bible with their own mindsets, not 
not wanting the Bible to influence how they think, but they come with their culture to study the Bible. And so then the Bible doesn't make sense or it doesn't change or doesn't uh, create transformation in their lives. I don't know. It's just a theory. Because when we look at the Bible and the example, the Pharisees, they know the word of God. They knew it. They rehearsed it. They could say the whole thing. I can't. <laughs> but they could memorize like books and books of the Bible. How come when Jesus was with them, they couldn't recognize that this is the word that we have been reading about? So, might it be possible that people are reading the Bible, yet they don't know the God that they are talking about. And because they don't know and because they have their own ideologies of how this God is supposed to be worshipped, then they force people into their way of thinking, the, their way of thinking which is not controlled or by the Bible, that is not informed by the Bible. Could there be, is it possible that there exist people who just maybe went to the, uh, these classes, seminaries, and they were taught about um, all this culture and the way it was in Jews and I mean in the Israelite community and everything, but they don't have a relationship with God. Is there a possibility that someone can read the Bible and still not know God? I think there is. I think there is. And I think and I think that's where church heart comes from. Where we have people in positions and they have their own ideologies of how God is supposed to be worshipped, how God is supposed to be revered. They have their own ideologies of how people are supposed to act. And so my number one point is positional leadership emphasizes on the outward look. And that's why there are so many rules that you hear. You're supposed to dress like this and especially I don't know why they the the when it comes to those ideologies it mostly comes from women that they're supposed to dress like this or people are certain are supposed to they're supposed to take this they're supposed to drink this and not that they're supposed to eat this and not that they're supposed to uh to not uh no when i say that i'll be attacking people um they're supposed to sing uh, in a certain way they can only talk to god when they are in certain positions um there is a lot of emphasis on or there there are a lot of do's and don'ts which mostly they're outside acts. They're not acts out of knowing 
who God is because I can't have my own ideology of how I'm supposed to revere God. The way I know how to revere God is through having a relationship with him, then realizing, oh, God is so holy. He's worthy of all glory. I am nothing. And I, and I come to this realization of my nothingness and I say that God is the almighty one and I'm nowhere close. I'm not even worthy of mentioning his name because it's so clean, it's so pure, and I'm not. But this realization comes from having intimacy with God. It's not something that someone can teach you. It's something that you can only learn if you have a relationship with God. So that's one of the things that is um some of the leaders in church could be um emphasizing um the outward look more than the heart the other part is that there are leaders in church who want control they want control of a congregation and for them to maintain that control then they are going to speak anything that will subject them to their control anything that will subject them that will subject people to fear and these cases have been so many in kenya right now they break my heart all the time when i see a pastor or a man of God subjecting people to fear because what I know from the scripture is that Jesus came to liberate. So anyone preaching fear, they just want control over people. They want people to be, to worship them and to think that solutions come from them they so there is also the need to be worshipped people want to be worshipped and it's you see it's um it's such a fleshy desire because when we look at genesis chapter 3 we know that we fell in three different ways there was flesh I mean last of the flesh, pride of life, and last of the eyes. Pride of life is that I want people to recognize me. I want to be recognized. I want to be my own God. And if I want to be my own God, then I'll say anything that will keep you at my feet. So any leader who is so driven by people needing him instead of pointing people to Jesus, then he is also a positional leader. They don't I, I I don't I don't really want to say that they don't come from God. Because some of them I know they may be saved. It's true. But they may have gone out. I I, I don't want to be um to say oh they they are satan's agents or whatever i don't think that that's my place to say that 
but I'm recognizing that such a leader is missing out on something and they are missing out on Jesus they are missing out on um they are, they are really missing out on having a relationship with God because we know that God doesn't love with fear he the word is written that perfect love casts out of fear so anything and i'm just using fear as an example there are other things like um if you need healing then you can only go to this pastor if you need what you can only go to this man of god if you need what um ask pastor so and so it's beautiful some of these people they are leaders who have been their leaders in church who have been given a great positions by god and they're using them well totally and it's true we can ask them to pray for us and to pray for our situation but still we know again that jesus christ came so that every person may be reconciled to god meaning we have a free access to god our father through jesus christ meaning that we can ask of the healing that we so desire directly uh, to god without having to involve anyone i'm not negating the community part of it i'm just saying that we have each person who has believed jesus christ has the power to they have the power to to talk to god freely everyone who has been born again they have the power to speak to god because jesus brought peace between god and us therefore there is no there is no there is no separation between us and god anymore that we can freely access his gifts we can freely access his presence we can freely access anything that we so desire from him there's a part of positional leadership oh i think i've tackled it is that people want to be honored and revered by other people i i, I think in the pride of life you want people to recognize you you want to be recognized and oh so and so is coming to town and we are like almost everybody is almost bowing to the feet of this person and i think uh, no i'm really taking a tangent on this but sometimes and i'm stealing also from Jackie Hill Perry's post the other day uh where she, she was talking about uh these ministers people who are worshiped because of their gifts and so and so i think we do that we tend to worship we can worship a leader because of their gifts that they are able that they, that this is a man of god that god speaks to this person that us worship him and and some people um the who haven't learned humility want 
want more of this. They want to hear how great they are, how great their teachings are. And it's and it's such a I think it's a normal human feeling and and a need to be recognized. And I say that because I sometimes I teach in church and it feels good when someone says that you taught well. It's it feels good that when someone recall ah you're a good teacher or I liked and and it pampers your pride. If we are not careful, we start patting ourselves, we start patting our backs because we are gifted in in a certain area that we are able to teach well. Oh, there are other people. And this is another area that people have been. Yes, about the gifts. Aki, today my thoughts are everywhere. Just bear with me. But another area that people are worshipped, it's the, the musicians, the singers, the instrumentalists. Those people are worshipped. And I know a lot of people have been hurt by those people because we worship their gifts. Uh, Ati so-and-so leads uh, songs or praises and the praises and praises and worship songs in church. And so we tend to because they have beautiful voices and they and they make people lift their hands then we end up falling for them falling for their beautiful voices and how beautifully they can play instruments that we don't see god in that we don't see the giver of the gift i remember i give this example i feel like this episode is everywhere I had a crush on a guy, a certain guy. Uh, he's a, a leader in worship, an international church. And it wasn't because, I don't know why I had a crush on him. Honestly, he's not per se the cutest person. I, I love... I remember now, I loved the sincerity or how sincere he sounds when he is worshipping. And, and the sincerity of how he writes the songs uh, because he is also a songwriter. But then one day I looked at him leading worship in. He leads worship in such a big church. It's a mega church. One time I looked at him, he is as young as I, and I saw that all these people gathered here. He is leading them to worship. He is leading them to worship God. And I wondered, and I, I was like, that's such a heavy burden. That these people came to church depending 
on you or depending on the person who was going to lead that they'll be able to worship God it's a it's such a heavy thing that would just want anyone to lay prostrate before God because I'm just a human being and these people who have come to worship God are also human beings we are nothing we are so immortal so unaware of what is going to happen next we we are so fragile we have so many inabilities and i and i was like i can't even have a crush on this guy anymore because i wouldn't even want to be in his position i wouldn't want to stand before people and 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 be the one that i am leading them in worship and someone came to church broken hearted others came to church with suicidal thoughts others came to church because they have been really going through it and they are just looking to see for, that their burden may be lifted off the least i'd want is to be like any person who is standing in such a position the the only thing i can ever do for him is to pray for him like may god may you continue knowing god may you just may you continue knowing god and may your reverence for him increase so that your humility may increase so that you may know it's not because of the beautiful voice that you have that you're standing there in fact again he isn't like the person who has the highest range of vocals but he sings well he still does but you know that people are not gathered in church for you but they are gathered in church for god people are seeking to know god so position certain position should make us want to be humble like i just want to be humble oh god teach me humility build my character god let me seek you and um one no again something else about this guy is that when he was asked how he writes songs and how he writes he writes so many he has written so many powerful songs that are sung um in many places and he was like have time with god and it's not because you want a good song but because you're looking to have a relationship with god if you're in a position of influence in church it's possible to feel because if people meet every sunday and they get to hear you sing or they get to see you play instruments or they get to 
uh, uh, interact with your talent maybe it's teaching or whatever it may be then somehow you become esteemed so then it should become our duty to want to know god so that so that we won't have to keep performing that we won't have to wear clothes that's number one point we won't have to wear clothes sunday clothes sunday best clothes we won't have to lord over other people and we won't have to desire honor that even though we feel the need for it we will still look for god to there is this guy that he's actually are you the chairman he has been here kelvin asonga and anytime he is a worship leader anytime <laughs> you give him a compliment oh you lead, you led worship so well and he is like i give i i, I thank god he is like so quick to divert that attention and maybe i don't know maybe i should ask him maybe he recognized from such a an early moment that it's easy to want to take god's glory and put it on you and when we put god's glory on us then we want to we want people to recognize us for that gift and and it's so unfortunate that we can only be recognized because of how of how well example i can teach it's so unfortunate um if i can only be recognized that i write i do write and people only want me because they need something they are written down it's such a painful thing that um people will only come to me for their problems but they won't come to me when they are happy i want to be loved i want to be known i also want to talk about my problems too i want to feel welcomed and if i put myself in a position of i'm a leader and it's it, you just i just need to tackle your problems then i'm putting myself in a position of god and i'm incapable all the way to satisfying any human's need i do feel like i've taken a big tangent on this one like this is not what i intended to say and i'm thinking that there might be a second episode of leadership uh, where now i'll talk about servant leadership this is shell after listening to the whole episode yes there will be a part two and the second part of leadership will look at jesus leadership how he led i think he's the most humble human being who has ever lived on this earth and so yeah next tuesday we look at jesus as a leader if you like this episode kindly leave a review interact with me at swan podcast on ig swan podcast on facebook and also rate this podcast on your favorites um on whatever platform you use to listen to podcast 
kindly rate this podcast because it will help to reach to more people. This is one podcast.